Hello there everyone, Art Burns here. Hope you're all doing well today. Hope you all had a great weekend and that your uh, Monday morning is treating you well and I hope that even if Monday morning is treating you well or it's not, I hope that you're treating you well. As you know, self-compassion is, is a very, very important and powerful tool that we all have. You know, we can all choose to, to be kind to ourselves in the face of adversity or even in the face of, of good times, you know. But choosing that kindness for ourselves is often the difference between, you know, success and failure, happiness and unhappiness, uh, resilience and, and emotional turmoil. It's, the, it's one of the most impactful things that you can do for yourself. So I hope that you're able to practice that for yourself today. And if you're having a hard time practicing yourself, practicing that for yourself, or you don't understand how to do it, you know, please reach out to me. I can help you with that. And I can give you some very simple uh, exercises that can develop this and cultivate this as a habit for you in which it becomes completely effortless and it becomes really, really beneficial to you. So this kind of ties into what I wanted to talk about today a little bit, <clears throat> is that, um, you know, as we bring awareness and uh, again, a non-judging, you know, awareness in, in a, a kind of third person detachment of our emotions, right? <clears throat> We can see, you know, what I like to say is we can see how we're showing up for the world, okay? Now, in the vast spectrum of human emotions, right? And there are, there's hundreds of different emotions that you can feel, right? I think there's like 108 different names for the emotions that we have or something like that. Um, but among all of these emotions that we could possibly feel as human beings, right? There is one division, right? If you boil it all down, there is a division between the what we would call negative emotions and what we call positive emotions. And at the very, very root of all the negative emotions is fear. And at the very root of all the positive emotions is love. And that is truly, I mean, there's philosophers and poets and scientists and psychologists have been telling us this for a long time now, that those are really the two main emotions that human beings can feel right? There's fear or there's love, okay? And again, everything else kind of blossoms from those two, right? It, it grows from, you know, the, like when you feel anger, anger is rooted in fear. When you feel shame, shame is rooted in fear. When you feel guilt, guilt is rooted in fear. When you feel happiness, happiness is rooted in love. When you feel joy, joy is rooted in love. When you feel, um, you know, gratitude, gratitude is rooted in love, you know? So all the positive emotions that you can possibly feel are going to come from love and all the the negative emotions you can possibly feel are going to come from fear. Now, <clears throat> we've talked about the different mental states that create these different emotions. You can go check out uh, the other videos that I've made on that. Um, but if you have any questions, again, get in touch with me. But essentially, you know, when we're not able to accept things, or we're not able to let things go, and we're not able to see things for how they really are, then generally speaking, we're going to be in that place of fear, right? When we see things for, you know, in a way that they they are not accurately true, you know, <clears throat> that's going to cause a fear in us, right? And that's going to set us up for either pushing something away or, or clinging to something. And that ultimately is going to give rise to all those negative emotions. Okay, again, there's other videos about that. So I don't want to dwell too much on that. What I want to dwell on is, you know, the, this, this concept of fear and love and how 
we are showing up in our life, okay? Because remember, our emotions are what motivates us, right? All the time, no matter what's going on in your life at any given moment, you are being motivated by your emotions, okay? Now, again, you know, because the emotions can be basically, you know, you know, boiled down to either fear or love, you know, that, that really aligns with how our emotions work, right? Because our emotions are either pushing us towards something that we want, something that we love, or they're pushing us away from something that we feel we don't want, something that we fear, right? And so, <clears throat> so when we gain the awareness that we do through the practices that I talk about here, right? When we, when we sit and we allow ourselves to be still and we allow ourselves to see this emotional activity that goes on, we allow ourselves to see how the thoughts create the emotions, how the emotions create the sensations in the body and how the sensations in the body remind us of other thoughts and so on and so forth. And this becomes a cycle that can often build its own momentum and, and <clears throat> you know, become what I call a runaway train of thoughts, right? When we see this happening, when we give ourselves the chance to, to be still and to see this in action, right? Now we can see how we're showing up for the world, right? Now, now, and showing up for our lives, showing up for ourselves, right? <clears throat> because when we are in a place, you know, when we're motivated by something, again, we're motivated either by fear or by love, okay? Now, oftentimes, though, it gets really tricky. Like, you can't tell necessarily. It's not that obvious sometimes whether you're operating from a place of fear or whether you're operating from a place of love, you know? Just, you know, for instance, I just had to open the blinds upstairs because I had forgotten to do it this morning. And, and so I could say, am I afraid that my plants are going to die? because I, I had the blinds closed? Or I could say, do I wanna open the blinds because I love my plants, right? That's a very subtle difference, but it's very impactful because remember <clears throat> that fear is the basis of all kinds of different negative emotions. And when I'm in those negative emotions, that I'm, I'm in a negative place. I'm in a place of, 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 you know, kind of vibrationally, you know, I'm at a negative level, right? But if I, if I kind of focus on the fact that, no, I'm opening the blinds because I love my plants, right? Then I'm motivated by a higher frequency. I'm motivated by a higher level of energy and I'm motivated by positive emotions, right? And those are going to feel better. And those are going to, you know, and again, remember how that cycle works, right? You have a thought, you have an emotion, you have a sensation. If that's a negative thought, a negative emotion, negative sensation, you're going down, right? If you start with a, oh my gosh, my plants are going to die. I better open the blinds. Now I'm feeling fear. And now I have this, this sense of like all the other plants that I've killed in my life. And now, now I'm thinking about them and I'm thinking about another emotion of fear or, or shame or guilt or, or anger or what have you, right? I'm angry at myself because I didn't open the blinds. I'm angry at myself for killing all those plants in my life, you know? And now all of a sudden I'm in this negative place. And now when something happens in my life, when my children call me to, to help them with something or, or when I get an email from a, a friend or a colleague or a client or, or what have you, now my reaction to that thing or my, if, even if it is a response, but mostly when you're, when you're caught up in the negative emotions, most likely it's going to be a reaction as opposed to a response. <clears throat> and that response 
is going to be from a negative place, right? And generally speaking, that is not going to be aligned with who I want to be, right? And so, so instead of allowing that negative, you know, kind of downward spiral to happen, right? If I switch that, if I just change that one little thought, right? So, so again, going back to the original, I say, oh my gosh, my plants are going to die. I'm afraid of that happening. Let me go open the blinds. Okay, I could say that and head down that negative path, right? Or I could say, oh, I need to open the blinds because I love my plants and I want them to thrive. Now I'm going on a positive, right? So now that, that makes me think something positive gives me a, a warm feeling like I'm doing something now for my plants and I'm, I'm helping them to thrive. And now that feeling in my body is going to make me think of something else that I've done to help people or, or you know, things in my life or people in my life or what have you that I've helped to thrive. Right? And now I'm lifting myself up in a very positive level of energy, in a very positive level of emotion. And now when, when life happens, right? when, when I get that call from the next room that my son wants me to go and get him a glass of water because he doesn't want to get up because he's playing his video game. And, and, and so you know, in the first scenario where I'm, I'm dealing in the negative emotions, I might say to him, you know, don't be lazy, get up and get your own water right? Like, cause that's the reaction that I have, right? But that's not who I want to be. That's not how I want to show up to my son, right? So instead in this positive place, I go in and as I'm grabbing his water, I say, I say, Hey dude, you know, it would be good for you. You know, it will help you to thrive in your life. If you learn to pause the game and go get your water. I mean, I'll get it for you because I love you but it would be good for you. You see, I'm helping him thrive instead of making him feel bad. You see, I'm showing up for my life the way that I want to show up for my life. And again, as we bring this awareness, as we, as we cultivate this really high definition awareness of, of what it is that we're feeling, what it is that we're thinking, what it is that our, our body is, is responding to in our emotions, right? When we start to really, you know, and, and this only happens through practice, right? But when we develop this, this very keen and vivid sense of awareness, <clears throat> pardon me, we can see it, right? And, and because, of course, this stuff all happens very quickly, right? Like, like thinking about the plants and then, and then the sun calling and then that thing that comes out of your mouth, you know, it happens only very, very quickly. And so it's very, very hard to see because again, it's very subtle and very, you know, very rapid. So it becomes hard to see unless we're teaching ourselves to look. Right? And that's what these practices are all about, right? Whether it's the practice of self-compassion that I talked about earlier, right? Just learning how to, how to talk to yourself and how to be supportive to yourself, right? By practicing that, it becomes something that is there for us. It becomes something that is, is automatic for us, right? And in the same way, you know, just allowing yourself to be present and, and looking at the, the thoughts, the emotions, the sensations, as we do this over and over and over again, day after day after day, we build a skill out of it and it becomes something habitual. You know, just like riding a bike, just like for anybody who's learned how, how to play a musical instrument, right? There was a time where you picked up that instrument and you sat down to that instrument and you couldn't do anything with it, right? But now you can do things that you don't even have to think about. More universally, driving a car, 
right? Like the, the first time you got into a car, right? You were probably, your palms were sweating, you were a nervous wreck, you, you, you had to adjust the mirror, you had to adjust the seat, you had to figure out where everything was, you had to, you know, both hands squeezing the steering wheel because you were so nervous about what was happening. And now I could give you the keys to a car and say, you know, you know, it's yours for the weekend, whatever. You wouldn't think twice about getting into that car. I mean, unless it's like a standard shift and you didn't learn how to drive a standard shift, something like that. Or if you're in the, you know, uh, uh, you know, in a country where the, the, you know, steering wheels on the other side of the car or something like that. But pretty universally, I could give you the keys to any car in the world and you could relatively just drive that car without thinking about it, right? That's because you've done it so many times that it's become automatic. You've built this latent innate skill that is that enables you to do this thing without concentrating on it, right? Without like, you know, having to walk through it every time, right? And so these practices that I talk about are going to do the same thing. Okay, and again, it's not a lot of practice. Okay, it's not, I mean, sure, a lot of practice is wonderful and it's beneficial and most people wind up doing a lot of practice because it feels so good. But in the beginning, <clears throat> we're talking about, you know, a few minutes a day, right? And, and just setting the intention to throughout the day, check in with ourselves, you know, check in with, with how you are aligned with who you want to be, right? Are you, are you operating from a place of fear or are you operating from a place of love? Okay. Because when you're operating from fear, again, almost always the end result is going to be something that is not a positive thing for you. And when you're operating from love, it's almost guaranteed that the outcome will be something positive for you and something that's going to be you know, beneficial to you, whether it's physically, emotionally, or mentally. Okay, so if you'd like any more information about any of this, if you'd like to learn more of these practices other than what I've told you already, if some of the practices that you're doing are not quite working and there's something that you're just feeling like, ah, I can't do it, let me know, okay? Because there's many other practices that I'm sure I could help you to learn and, and, I, and I can, you know, sort of tweak what you're doing to, to enable you to embrace this, okay? From a place of love, okay? Not a place of fear. Like, if I don't do this practice, I'm not gonna get better. You know, that's a place of fear, right? But instead, a place of love is to say, if I do these practices, then I will show up to my life the way that I want to show up to my life. And if I show up to my life the way that I want to show up to my life, then no matter what happens, you know, I'm going to be successful. I'll be successful as a parent. I'll be successful as a, uh, a worker in my job. I'll be successful as just a neighbor, as a spouse, as a boyfriend, a girlfriend, a, uh, 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 just, a, uh, just a person in the world. I'll be who I am, and that is always going to be the highest form of success, and it's always going to be the highest form of happiness. All right, everybody, thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. I wish you well, and I'll talk to you tomorrow. Bye-bye.